0: Welcome to the premiere episode of the Rocker Dog Podcast, the show that talks to people in and around the world of rock and roll about their dogs. I'm your host, Dill, along with my producer and co-creator, Charlie the Golden Doodle, and our guest today is pink bassist Eva Gardner, who will be talking to us about her 16 and a half year old dog, Willow, as well as Holly, who was her companion for 17 years before crossing the Rainbow Bridge in June of 2021. So without further ado, this is the debut of the Rocker Dog Podcast um so i, I want to start by um you introducing your dog the breed the age um maybe any story of how it came to be
1: sure so i have a dog named willow and she is 16 and a half she uh is a shepherd mix i got her uh as a rescue she was in the uh, in the pound, she was a pound puppy here in LA in Inglewood specifically. And she was a case where she was in a kill shelter and she was part of a police investigation for animal abuse and was put aside in the annex and kind of forgotten about. And, but the time was still ticking and she was about to be put down. And this gal that um, uh, I knew at the time, or as an acquaintance, she dedicated her time to finding animals like this who fell through the cracks and in the system, and were perfectly wonderful animals, but were about to be euthanized. So she posted um, uh, something up on MySpace. <laughs> uh, and uh, I know this is this was a while ago, she's it's my dog ago, yeah. and a half. <laughs> so uh, she put something up on MySpace and, and posted little pictures and said, this, this dog is amazing. And she really uh, she has so many hugs and kisses to give and she just needs a home. She's about to be put down. So I was like, oh my God, I called the pound and they. Uh, I think I called on the day that they put animals down because they were closed that day um, mm-hmm. for visitors. So I came the next day and sure enough, she was just like yelping and crying and whoever was, was there said, this dog really wants to get out of here. And she wouldn't even hold still Long enough for me to take a picture of her. She was just like, "Get me out of here! Get me out! Get me out! Get me out! Get me out!" Get me out. And um, so, sure enough, I said, "Yes, I'm. I'm going to take her home." And so she she escaped death that day. And then before I could take her home, they uh, they have the animals fixed.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I they say, "Come back tomorrow," um, or actually, she'll be at this vet where they're going to fix her. Pick her up from the vet. So I called the vet the next day. And someone very frazzled picks up and is like, hello. And I said, hi, is this the vet? I'm here to pick up my dog. I said, "Uh, the vet burned to the ground last night. Oh my God. (laughs) And I was like, well, are, are they, did the animals make it? Like, where's, where's this dog? And they said, they recommended I call wherever I, I, I rescued her from. Thank God they had got all the animals out and just sent them back to wherever they came from. So I went back to the shelter and this poor little thing had escaped. Uh, escaped death twice two days in a row oh my god. Uh, so it was yeah just this crazy thing and she's just she was seven months old at the time and and just such a a beautiful uh little pup who was in pretty bad shape she'd been living in the pound i think for for four or five months at that time
0: mm-hmm. so
1: she was she's most of her life was just just had spent, been spent there and um Got her home, and uh, she's she's. I mean, she's still going. <laughs> she's still going.
0: So she's was the, you mentioned a police? It was a part of a police abuse investigation. Was that you know? Did did they kind of take over a puppy mill or something, or was she a singular animal that was you know a, a abused you know animal? I,
1: I don't really know any details. Um, they didn't really have any, much information to right. give me. Uh, But in any case, it sounds like she was a lucky, a lucky gal and got to, got to come home to a a good, good loving home. And, and, um, I actually had brought her home as a friend for my dog that I had, that I had at the time who was, who was two. Um, and I just lost her actually pretty recently. She was, she was 17.
0: This is
1: Holly. Holly. Yeah. Holly was on her way to 18. Actually, she was, she was, uh. Another, another old girl who she came from, um, and I'll talk about her because she was just, I mean, my dogs, these, these two girls have just been a part of my life for, um, for so long, the two of them and Holly came from Taiwan actually. Really? And yeah, she apparently was found in a ditch in Taiwan with her siblings and this retired lady, from there dedicated her, her time to finding animals like this. And she has, um, she had a daughter who lived here, uh, in LA. So she got them all fixed up, got their papers done and quarantined, whatever, and shipped them out here to her daughter who fostered them until people rescued them. And strangely enough, I found her on Craigslist <laughs> and this person said, yeah, I've got some puppies and blah, blah, blah. So I went over to see her and they had about 10 dogs that were up for rescue. And, uh, Holly was the leader of the pack sort of, she was the one who like carried her bowl up to the people and said, Hey man, we're hungry. What's up? When, when are we getting some food? And, um, and she was just, uh, she was, she was the one that that was picked and she was five months old at the time, uh, took her a while to adjust. I think she had been through quite, quite a bit coming over from, from Taiwan. And, um, she was, She was scared of tall, of, of men with, with big hair and I don't know what had happened to her, but, um, it just took her a while to warm up to people. And she'd obviously been through a lot. Um, but after a couple of years figured it was time to get her a buddy. And that's when Willow came into the picture and they were immediate friends, totally fast friends. And I'm going to ask yeah i had to actually separate because when i brought willow home after she got fixed i had to separate them because they just wouldn't stop playing
0: with each other right when he picked her up
1: yeah she had the cone because she had she had been fixed right <laughs> yeah, so yeah. um so once one of those like man she's gonna she's gonna pop her stitches they're just not they just nonstop stop these two so i had my mom take one of them for a week so so that willow could heal and um and they they were just i mean my my fur babies, um, just throughout all my touring and all like so much life, right? Like what happens, how much life happens and for sure in 16, 17, 18 years,
0: what was the context and, of your life when you got them? Like, were you between tours or did you know, did you kind of know what your future was 17, 18 years ago when you first got Holly?
1: I was between tours and this was before I, I had even gotten the pink egg. So yeah. the tours that I had done up until the time, ta- at that time, were not these long haul two year uh, experiences. They were maybe um, uh, one to three months at the time, kind of a kind of a thing. So it wasn't this extensive touring career that I, that I eventually ended up having. So um, I got the pink egg in 2007 and Holly and Willow dropped me off at the airport <laughs> before um, on the way to my first gig. So, um during the t- those times, I was lucky to have family help out and people that were around. And, um, you know, they they kind of got the message whenever I'd pull my suitcase out. They're like, oh, okay, mom's leaving again. Got it. And <laughs>
0: I've, I've heard that before. And I'm kind of seeing that with my own dog is when you do start packing, you feel like they get it, you know, they know. Yeah. And did they come become accustomed to it or was there always kind of a, you know, kind of a mopey dog for a couple of days before you left?
1: I feel like they would... Uh, they were just, I wouldn't say mopey, but I could tell they knew what was going on, but I mm-hmm. was, there was a period where I was gone so much. They just, they just became the family dogs mm-hmm. uh, in a way and, and, uh, would stay with my mom or the family or whomever, whomever. and, and, um, and it was just kind of the, the, the routine that they understood, but, uh, but, but then I came home and it was like, I never left. It's great. <laughs> yeah,
0: get I mean, they're just so loyal.
1: Time? What's that?
0: Did you get a hero's welcome every time you came home?
1: I wouldn't say I wouldn't, you know, I would say they would. They were a little it? bit like I had to kind of earn it a little bit. And, uh, you know, they're like, well, who's feeding me today? You know, uh, grandma's been feeding me for the last two months. So, you know, who's my loyalty lie with, but, um, but no, they. I think they got it, and uh, just been with me through so much, through so much life. And and uh, like I said, just lost Holly recently, sadly. So Willow lost her little soul sister. So it's been a bit of a struggle, but we're we're getting through it. We're getting through okay. it.
0: And, now, how does uh, Willow, how do, how do you how does Willow react to that to the loss?
1: It's been really difficult, to be honest. She she's been um, really feeling it. Um, and <sighs> it's been trying to get her out with other dogs and getting her ar- around people, but she, she feels it, you know, I mean, they were mm-hmm. in, they weren't never apart for,
0: right.
1: for 15 years
0: yeah.
1: and uh, 15, 16 years. And so they were soul sisters. So mm-hmm. she definitely has been impacted by it. And, uh, and I could see her, not just her emotional health, but like her physical health kind of starting to as soon as Holly passed away, um, Willow really started to show her age
0: right. in
1: a, in a big way. I think they really, um, like I said, they were soul sisters, you know, they, they, they had each other, even if I wasn't around, they had, they had each other
0: Sure,
1: all this time. So it's been a challenge.
0: Was there, was there, an, I don't want to dwell on this because it's a, such a sad thing, but did Willow have an awareness of kind of that there was an illness or there was, you know, you know, Holly was reaching an end.
1: Well, interestingly, animals are still animals. Um, dogs are still dogs. And so I'd have to protect Holly a lot because she was, she got quite frail. And right. uh, Holly was always the alpha, always the boss. Mm-hmm. And then when Holly started to show some, uh, some weakness and kind of going downhill, that's the, it's like the whole doggy dog kind of thing, right? It's like they, the, whoever's the strongest of, of the pack will be the leader kind of thing so willow started to get a little bit a little bit um a bit of a bully and kind of like oh you're not are you, not, are you gonna eat that right. <laughs> kind of a thing so I had to just be aware of that but um at the end of the day I think that's just their that's their nature but uh yeah she could tell there was she could definitely sense that there was some um there's some weakness happening some aging
0: right. Um, Do you have a history with dogs in terms of like growing up with them and your family always having them?
1: I totally grew up with dogs. My I grew up with Rottweilers, actually. And my parents got a dog before I was a year old. I believe I was 10 months old. And I remember thinking that this dog was my sister. It was before (laughs) I had human siblings. And so I remember as a little kid, I was like, tell everybody, oh, this is my sister. This is my sister, Nesty. When you're little, you don't, you know, animal, human, whatever, this is my sister. So I had a, I had a Rottweiler sister and um, she, her name was Nesty, um, but that was short. She had a really interesting name. Her full name was Amnesty Before the Storm.
0: Who named her Amnesty Before I
1: think the breeder, I think the breeder named her that, that was this, apparently these, uh, these German folks and they named her Amnesty Before the Storm. And we shortened that to, to Nesty <laughs> <beats And> <laughs> she was, she was one of those dogs. She was my dad, like, like my dad would take her camping. Like she was my mom. I, I, I have, I've only had her until I was 10, but, um, my mom remembers her as like one of those special, just really special dogs and, and, uh, just a dog, but has a little bit of a, um, a special spirit to them. know they just kind of they just kind of know they're just really she was she was a protector she would protect us as kids and very very uh a real family beautiful family dog so um i had her till i was 10 and then we got another rottweiler named amber um so i had a couple rotties and uh in my teenage years we had a, a husky
0: ah beautiful dogs
1: named boots gorgeous gorgeous dogs but she was one of those dogs that, um, wasn't exactly a guard dog. She's, she would, she would, uh, was bloodthirsty for other animals, but she would like greet a, a robber, a burglar, yeah. you know, <laughs> she's like, come on in I Think like
0: most dogs actually
1: <laughs> want a snack. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I grew up with dogs. We were a dog family for sure.
0: Now do you have, I don't mean to uh, be morbid and move ahead, but you have, a an old dog now and looking ahead in the next four or five years, will you, do you need a break from it? You know, when, when the time comes or will you, you know, go back into it? Will you always be a rescue or is there a breed you want to pursue?
1: I would say, um, if I did get another dog, always a rescue. Mm-hmm. I would always, after having rescues and going through that, uh, experience with them, I, I would say that, um, I would definitely go the rescue route for sure. Um, I don't know that I would get another dog right away, to be honest. It's been, um, it's really hard to go through, to go through losing them. I know it's part of part of the deal, Mm -hmm. um, but it's not easy. And, uh, I know Willow, I'm not sure bless her little soul. I don't know how much longer she's going to be around, you know, she's, she's, um, She's 16 and a half. Uh, although I do have a, I do know someone who just lost their, their pup, but they, their dog was 20.
0: Jeez. I'm oh like, yeah, gosh.
1: I know. And that would look like quite a big dog too. So, um, so you never know, right? You never know. Uh, Willow's a little trooper and she's, she's still going for it. So I don't want to, uh, I don't want to, you know, on dwell on, on that. But, yeah. but, uh, but there is, there is preparing for, for an inevitable, situation there. Um and I feel like I actually had a neighbor that just offered me a puppy. And it's <laughs> like it's like your dogs are old. <laughs> you want a puppy? And I was like, "Oh,
0: I don't know. It's it's it's
1: it's a lot." It's
0: check a back lot. with me. Yeah, let's check get, back with let's me. Let's get back to the <laughs> positives of, of Willow. What's a what's a good day for her? Where's a good day for
1: looking? a good day for Willow these days is her being able to get up on her own and um take a Take a, a walk down the block, and um, I got this little harness for her that's actually been working out really well to so kind of just give her. She's got um, like arthritis and some nerve uh, nerve stuff going on, so her back legs sometimes don't work as well as they as they used to. So, um, nice help helped uh, assisted walk right. is is a is a great day, you know. Like, and she's so funny because like she'll have there's a day that maybe she's not doing so great and the next day she's like what I'm fine what what is all this talk about (laughs) about my time being near (laughs) what is all that I'm fine look at me I'm good so she she
0: back. did she have any ever have any quirky behaviors or just you know does she chase her tail or you know it's like my dog when you go to the car just circles and circles and circles till you know till you get in the car (laughs)
1: that's occupy them yeah run themselves ragged uh she was was really used to really love chasing my mom lives out um on some property that's got a lot of like rabbits and wildlife and Mm -hmm. and she's out in the um uh, really nice area and uh so she used to love chasing coyotes around the property oh my and, ra- and rabbits or whatever was out there. And she actually ended up tearing her ACL one time chasing a coyote. <laughs> so she was a real, like her, her, her shepherd side would really come in and she would just try to like chase stuff and round stuff up and super active farm dog, you know, I'm like, yeah. she's, you could tell she's a, a worker dog breed. Cause yeah. she was just always out running and chasing things.
0: That's, that's um, probably the secret to her longevity.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, lots of exercise and she's I mean, just she's an amazing dog. She's an amazing girl. And uh only until the last six months or so has she really been like, Oh, okay, yeah, you're 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 a sixteen year old dog.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's throw under throw her under the bus. When she was, you know, a healthy, robust dog, what was when was she a bad dog?
1: She was the only time she was really it was really tough with with her was if we were out on walks she was fine off leash take her to the park she's running around play with other dogs great time we're out on a walk and if she's on a leash they the girls would get leash aggressive you know they'd see another dog and they'd have like this pack mentality and sort of puff up and and um and get funny with other dogs so i would say that was really the only like quote unquote bad dog behavior that she would exhibit. Otherwise she was amazing. Uh, Again, those same dogs, she'd be barking out on the leash. We'd all be at the park and she'd be, Hey friends, what's up? Want to play? But something about the leash uh, kicks in some protective uh, instinct, I think. And I worked with a trainer and actually I had a trainer really help me with, with some stuff there with the leash aggression. But I'd say, um, I'd say that was probably really the only thing that she was funny about that's good yeah
0: good good for you lucky for you
1: very lucky very lucky
0: now as a dog lover what would you say you know a dog brings to your life
1: oh my gosh a dog brings so much um i mean i'll say especially in the last couple of years during lockdown pandemic and stuff i mean it was me and them you know like they were my reason to get outside and and go for walks and be active and and have they were my company you know like we weren't seeing other people and and out working or anything like that so they brought i was so grateful for them during that time um otherwise they just bring i mean obviously companionship and unconditional love and just always so excited to see you if you're gone for like 5 minutes it's it, they're acting like it's been a a whole day you know five hours or something and um just having these little little creatures to to take care of and i I see them with my niece and and nephews and how much joy brings the kids and Mm -hmm. there's just something about their energy that you can't help but shift a mood um i was traveling one year and I can't remember which airline it was, but one of them had a program where they were bringing dogs into the airport. And it was amazing to witness how people would just, their whole energy would change completely when they would pass by this little pen of, of animals, uh, you know, pilots like stressed out travelers. And they would just like, just walk by this, this, uh, this area full of dogs, and just you could just see their their. I just watched. I just people watched for a little bit, just because it was just so amazing to see. And their entire face expression would shift, their body, the way they were standing would change, and it just uh, was a a very um, just really impactful thing and a really cool program that they had because it just just it just shifts your it just shifts your mood
0: yeah, shifts I, your whole thing. I think we need to bring that program back my god <laughs> yeah all the articles of uh you know air rage
1: yeah exactly yeah in a big way it was amazing to see
0: it amazing yeah it's funny I, I i was thinking they are they're joy machines they just oh, oh yeah
1: joy i like that
0: and they're I also like, like just uh eternal optimists
1: mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm.
0: they're never it seems like at least you know i guess that's a high percentage dog they're just never in a bad mood
1: right you know,
0: right. they can always, you know, I guess that leads to my next question is like, what, what do you learn from your dogs?
1: Lots of patience, mm-hmm. patience and resilience. Um, I see the way that my dogs have, have dealt with, um, uh, you know, health stuff, aging, and they just keep going. They just, cause they don't really know any different. Right. Like even when they're like, start to go, they're like, Oh, we're getting up What's nothing going on here. Like I, they just, they just power through and they, they've really taught me um, a lot about just the way that, you know, aches and pains or health stuff, or uh, I don't know what, whatever it is, they just really um, have taught me how to, how to, use grace, right? In in my life and and just just really ploughing through and being grateful because hey, these these girls were the beginning of their life, they didn't have food. They didn't have water. They didn't have they were full of um, you know, they were under underweight and um, close to death, right? right. Dying and and the resilience that they that they've showed and 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 gratitude you know you can tell that they know right that they've it's like the whole who rescues who kind of a thing right right exactly. um, yeah and it's they're they're wonderful teachers
0: very good well we're gonna end every episode with five questions um same five questions to each guest so i'm gonna give those to you right now okay uh, first question is, what's the most ridiculous expense you've spent on your dogs? Wow. Um... More, so, more so in the <laughs> line of, of uh, gifts, for lack of a better expression, versus, you know, medical treatment or, you know, like mm. I know the ACL tear. I've got a friend of mine who, whose lab, you know, went from one ACL tear on the, on the left hind leg to the other leg. And it's, you know, that expense was great.
1: Yes. Yeah, I did that too. Her her other leg happened a year later. Yeah, (laughs) goes with the territory, I guess. So, yeah, definitely a lot of expense in the way of medical stuff. But um, uh, what have I? What have I spent on them? That's crazy. Hmm. I mean, I think most of it was like mostly practical stuff: training tools, toys, lots of toys, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: lots of um. There's definitely like the They've already got a bed, but I'll see another bed. I'm like, oh, that looks nice and plush. Maybe they need another. I'm like, you know, there's already six, two, <laughs> two in each room for them already. Uh, just stuff like that. Like, oh yeah, how many toys do we really need? Um, lots of toys. Uh, maybe a couple costumes here and there. Oh, possibly. Nice. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> you know, some reindeer ears during Christmas, things like that. Uh, I never got too far into that, but um, you know, little little bits here and there for fun.
0: Okay, good for you. Um, yeah. Uh, number two is who's the most uh, famous person your dog's ever licked?
1: Oh, um, well, when I first got Willow, we went to the local dog park and she ran across the park and jumped on some guy who was kneeling in the grass. And I was running over to apologize. Lo and behold, it's Johnny Knoxville. Oh my God. From, ja- from Jackass. Yeah. And I was like, uh-huh. oh. Sorry, <laughs> Doug just knocked you over. Yeah, I'd say probably him.
0: Okay, number three, um, if you could have a tail, would you elect to have one?
1: Mm, I feel like they get in the way.
0: Okay. Yeah. Just Noah, the, to me, a tail is very, uh, it lets everybody know what you're up to. You're Communication.
1: There. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. There's a lot of expression to the tail, but my dad said he liked having Rottweilers because they didn't have a tail uh, to knock his beer over. <laughs> Very important.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, question four is, do you have a dog voice? Um, do you use, like, a, your own, do you use a, a different voice when speaking to your dog?
1: i probably, yeah, I would say more high pitched, more oogly googly, gaga voice for sure. Yeah, I would right. say
0: so. And would you like to share it with us?
1: oh willow what are you doing oh are you hungry how about a treat do you want a treat i think it's treat time
0: i recognize that voice from every dog owner.
1: exactly yeah that is a like, universal dog voice
0: okay and uh last but not least um if you had an organization or charity or rescue group um that you wanted to call attention to do you have something you could share with us
1: yeah, I would say uh, best friends is a is a good one. I believe they also work with dogs of the homeless. Okay. Um, too. So they're I feel like and they're a good. Is that
0: based in LA? Is that a national chain? Is that?
1: You <sighs> know, I don't actually know um, if they are local or national, um, but they're called Best Friends.
0: Okay, that's some we can look oh, up and yeah push on our socials. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I, I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about your dog, Willow and Holly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I wish you all the best. And I thank hope to you. see you, uh, you know, when when touring the world picks up again.
1: Yes, absolutely. Thanks for having me
0: on. Okay, my pleasure. All right, a huge thank you to Eva Gardner for helping us get this thing off the ground. The charity she mentioned, Best Friends, works to save the lives of cats and dogs all across America giving pets second chances and happy homes. You can learn more about them and better yet, make a donation at bestfriends.org. Thank you for listening. Help us spread the word. If you have a question or a comment, please engage with us on our Instagram page at rockerdogpodcast. We'll be back with another episode soon, so please keep an ear out for us, or better yet, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.